0: What if there is a way to make your diabetes run nearly as smooth as a ball rolling down a hill? Well, there is, it's something I found out recently, and I wanna share that with you today's episode. We're gonna go over how to build on habits and momentum within your life with diabetes, and how you can get your blood sugar to smooth out too. So, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so to start off today's episode, I want to jump into a quick story and then an analogy that's going to help you tie into these lessons. So uh, for a couple nights in a row this last week, I had some rough blood sugars, and without getting too deep into it, they were stuck around 180 to 210, uh, and I was not feeling my best, and I was doing everything that I thought was right, you know what I mean, taking extra insulin, going for a walk, drinking some water, uh, and I got to a point where I realized it might be this sight. And yeah, you know, I I changed out my site. I was supposed to change it the next day, but I was like, you know what, I'll change it early. And wouldn't you know it, gave a little correction and my blood sugars did start to come down. And I thought that I figured it out, you know, okay, problem solved, that's all we got. And uh, the next day I looked back and I was like, was that a bad site or did I wait too long to change it? And then you probably know there's recommendations for how long you should go without changing your site or, or how often you should change your site rather. And uh, I had gone way, way over the limit. <laughs> I think I was entering into like my fourth or fifth day with the same site. And I was like, oh my goodness, how did that happen, right? Uh, I need to make some changes. And so uh, with that new site, I committed to myself, I'm going to change it on, I think it's like the you know, second or third day when you're supposed to change it and see if that helps at all. And that night, expecting things to just go smoother, I didn't think about it. I had my dinner, I went to my normal routines, and then sure enough, before bed, I was stuck again, between 180 and about 200 this time, so a little lower, but still stuck, and I could not figure it out, and I started going through, you know, my full checklist on what could potentially be leading into a higher blood sugar a second night in a row with a fresh site. Surely it couldn't be the site again, right, and as I'm going through, I, I, I took a moment, to revisit my daily habits, you know, what has changed. And that's a a big thing that I I recommend my clients do as well, is to think over what in your lifestyle has changed. And for me, if you've been following for a while, you know that we've got uh, our new baby and we've got uh, some other lifestyle changes. We've got a move coming up. Like there's a lot of different moving pieces, Uh, (laughs) no pun intended, but within my new lifestyle, exercising has become less of a priority. And, you know, if you've always been following along, I also got a new mountain bike, so I still exercise, but it was a different type of exercise, right? And what I realized was I had only gone to the gym like once in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it was a, a very, very different lifestyle than I had been used to. I used to go to the gym five, six times a week, right? And it was very consistent. And realizing that that habit had made a big shift in my insulin needs, because as you know, activity can shift your insulin sensitivity. And so as I'm looking over these habits, I'm thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, what else could be wrong and where else have I fallen off? You know, exercise was a consistent habit for years and years, and all of a sudden it just stopped. You know, I let it go. And I had to think to myself, what were priorities in my life that I wanted to make sure were maintained and what was missing? So as I was going through kind of my list of habits, I realized a lot of the habits that I used to stick to on a consistent basis were no longer consistent with the new life that I was living. And if I wanted to make a change, I needed to make a change now. And as I'm going through this uh, this change process, you know, what habits are important, which ones should I prioritize, I realized there's this analogy that ties in perfectly here. So what I want you to do is to imagine you're uh, on a walk with your family or friends and it's winter. Right? Maybe it's snowing, and uh, you've got a couple feet of, of snow on the sides of the road, the path's paved or whatever, but you know, on the sides of the road, you and the family decide to make a snowman on the top of this hill. Okay? So you're all rolling up the snowballs, and you're stacking them on top of each other, and you get the snowman all built, everybody's happy, and then just for the sake of chaos, you decide, I'm going to push over the snowman and push the biggest ball down the hill and see if we can get the ball rolling right? And sure enough, as you're rolling the snowball down this hill, it starts to pick up speed because it's going downhill. And as it picks up speed, moving down the hill, the snowball gets bigger and bigger and bigger, right? We call this the snowball effect. As the snowball gets bigger and gains speed, it gains momentum and it requires less effort for you, the pusher, to get it going, right? until finally it takes off and it's doing its own thing by itself, until it hits a tree or something, right? And with this snowball effect, it's interesting as we realize it takes work to build up the snowball and then more work to push the snowball, but once it's in motion, it gains speed, it gains size, it gains momentum, right? And similarly in our life with diabetes, I had gotten to a place where I had lost momentum, right? My sight changes were not being regulated (laughs) I was I it had been a while since I had changed my site on time I looked back at my pump history and I had gotten lazy with it I stopped checking so pump sites were out the window Uh, my exercise was nearly gone Uh, I realized that I had stopped reading which is just kind of my own peace of mind type thing like a bedtime routine Um, I had stopped taking cold showers which are beneficial for our health I had been doing that for a while I stopped completely all these different little habits that I stopped had killed my momentum and I'm grateful for those higher blood sugars for a couple nights in a row because it was a wake-up call for me and it made me realize that I was missing on core components of what used to be my priorities within my life and it's okay for priorities to shift but after reevaluating the situation I I determined that I wanted those to be priorities again so what did I do I thought through what were priorities I made them priorities again and decided I'm going to do them now now at that point in time when I was deciding this, it was midnight. Okay? At that moment, I had to decide, was I going to stay up late to reintroduce some of these patterns, some of these habits into my life, or was I going to go to bed and fall back into my old pattern of not using these things as priorities? So, and this is, this is an interesting decision because sleep is also a priority for me, but I decided to stay up and take care of a few of those tasks that I wanted to recreate as habits, to rebuild that momentum, because I had a moment of inspiration, right? I I recognized I stopped doing these things, and I needed to make a change. So when is the best time to make that change? It is now, right? If I waited until the next day, odds are I wouldn't feel motivated. Motivation is fleeting, okay? It is very hard to hold on to long term. So I recognized that if I had this momentum now, this motivation, I needed to take care of it. So I stayed awake and I read, uh, I guess, a self-improvement type book. And upon finishing that, I made it a note to myself, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier, even though I got less sleep the next day, so that I can take a cold shower and build that back into my morning routine. So a bunch of these different pieces come into place where I needed to use the small amount of momentum, of motivation to build bigger and better habits and patterns and strategies into my life. And these apply with diabetes as well. Maybe you stopped pre-bullicing. Maybe you stopped testing your blood sugars. Maybe, and this one's going to sting for a lot of people, you stopped measuring your food. (laughs) Right? And you're just guessing on how many carbs you're consuming. That's a big one. Right? And you have to take these small, small moments of motivation. And this could be as simple as a thought. Huh. I should probably count my carbs. Use that. Use that exact moment. Build on top of it. That is the snowball being created. Then you have to push the snowball, which is taking the first couple of steps, starting to count your carbs again, and you can start small. It's okay, but start. Take action. All right? I didn't stay up the whole night reading. I read a little bit before bed to reintroduce that habit. The next day, I didn't wake up three hours earlier. It was one hour earlier so that I could do a few new things, build those back into my life, all right, you don't have to start with the snowball that's 10 feet wide, you start with the snowball in your hands, you roll around some more snow, get it to be built up enough where you can push it down the hill, and eventually, if you take action consistently, this snowball effect takes over, where these habits become routine, it feels like it's a pattern, and you don't have to think about it as much, it applies to your diabetes as well. The snowball effect where you start counting your carbs again. Huh, my blood sugars cooperated better after that meal. Interesting. Reward. Your brain likes to be rewarded, right? Next step. Maybe I should pre-bowl this. Ooh, take action. None of this maybe crap, all right? Maybe needs to turn into I will immediately or you're going to lose it. Motivation, like I said, is very fleeting. It's going to disappear in an instant. So The second you feel motivation to make any level of change, pre-bullets, count your carbs, time and range improvements, lower your A1C, lose some weight, whatever your goals look like, the second that you feel that motivation, start pushing, start taking action. Get that snowball down the hill so that it starts gaining speed, gaining size, and gaining momentum. Once the momentum is there, the only thing that's going to stop it is an immovable object right? like a tree or a rock but guess what? That doesn't mean you have to stop. It just means you got to make another snowball, push it down the hill with a slightly different path, right? Similarly in our lives, we're going to hit things in life that are immovable objects. There's going to be days where my schedule just will not allow for reading at night or waking up early for a cold shower. And that's fine. That doesn't mean you quit. All right. You just build another snowball, which yes, takes effort, But if it's worth it to you if it's truly a priority which that's a different conversation entirely but if you're not willing to put in the work then you got to be honest with yourself it's not a priority right same thing for weight loss for blood sugars for career motivation if you're not doing the steps necessary to get to the goal it's probably not one of your priorities if you're really honest with yourself but if it is a priority you will put the work back in craft another snowball and start rolling it down the hill hit another tree All right, that path didn't work either. New snowball, new path, let's go. Build momentum. And that is the key behind the momentum, the snowball effect that I recognized here, right? I felt like I should change some things because I realized I had lost track of how long I was wearing my insulin pump sites, which is not a good thing right? I was wearing them way longer than you're supposed to. That was the aha moment for me. That was when my eyes were opened to me getting a little bit lackadaisical, a little bit lazy with my diabetes management. I used that moment to build the snowball and gain momentum. Now, how am I gaining momentum? I am building those new priorities into my daily routine, right? Reading daily, taking those cold showers. And this is just examples from me. Maybe for you, it's food prep, Meal prep, you know, beginning of the week, you're going to make some vegetables or some uh, meals beforehand so you have healthy meals for work. But whatever it is for you, you have to prioritize it by building momentum. You're not going to just drop into momentum. Motivation does not stick with you. You get it for a second and then the motivation's gone. New day, new problems, you've forgotten about it. The second you feel motivation, if it is a priority to you, you must build on that momentum. Take advantage of it. Continue rolling the snowball down the hill until you can take your hands off and it rolls down the hill by itself. Okay, so snowball effect. If you feel just an ounce of motivation, go for it, take advantage of it, finish building the snowball, push it down the hill, let it gain size, momentum, speed until it runs essentially on its own. And it's not to say it's going to be effortless. But when you have habits that you've built into your routine, they become a lot less stressful and require a lot less of your attention. Prime example here, when I first started making coffee in the morning with a French press, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I broke multiple glass French press things and to the point where my wife just got me a stainless steel one. Uh, I didn't make good coffee at first, but now it's such a part of my routine, I literally don't think about it. My hands just do the work and I'm listening to a podcast, right? does not require my attention. As you build these routines and gain this momentum with your diabetes, whatever that first step looks like for you, whatever your goals look like for you, it will get to a point where it's a lot less effort, where you're able to take your hands off and just watch it and make sure that snowball doesn't hit a tree or a rock. And when it does, because it inevitably will, life is chaotic, okay, it's not going to follow the same structure every single day, you make a new snowball. You start fresh and get a new one rolling down a new path. All right? Now, if you are thinking to yourself, Matt, that's great and all, um, totally get the concept of finding the motivation and then using it to create momentum, but I just don't ever have motivation, right? I got you covered. Because I know that's the hardest part is the first initial step, Right? within motivation. You have to recognize that if you don't use it, it will fall away. It will disappear. And so what do we have for you is a a resource that we actually had recently. It was a live event that we had called the Thrive with Diabetes Summit. And we got a lot of requests from people who didn't see the notifications, who didn't hear about it, didn't know that it existed. So if you're curious about what it is, first of all, I went and interviewed 14 medical professionals who specialize in the realm of diabetes and also live with type 1 diabetes. And they shared all their secrets, they spilled their beans on what was working within their patients but also within their own lives as they crossed lived experience with the medical experience and knowledge of diabetes. Uh, Now that, uh, we actually were able to reopen it to anybody who has not registered yet. You are able to now go watch the replays once through where you can get access to it, get your chance to, to watch it as if it were live. Now, of course, it is as if it were live. This is not lifetime access. This is nothing crazy like that. But it'll give you that spark, that momentum to get access to that summit, access to those speakers. And if you already were there, uh, the system recognized you. you know, you'll know, you see a slightly different page where it's going to say, like, hey, congrats. The, the event has concluded. Hope you enjoyed it. But if you haven't seen this summit, this is your chance. This is the do-over, the one do-over that you're going to get where you can register and watch it as if it were live, kind of see the version that everybody else saw, and then of course use that momentum as the spark to build momentum, uh, to gain the motivation to build the momentum. I think I said that right. Uh, Because I know that some people have a hard time with that first step, with that first spark, all right? So it is my gift to you. It is free. You can go register at ThriveWithDiabetesSummit.com. ThriveWithDiabetesSummit.com. Go there, register. Yes, you can upgrade and get amazing bundles. And like we put some really powerful resources in there, but the event itself was also free. So go grab that now, grab your free ticket at thrivewithdiabetessummit.com. Gain that motivation, find it, and then take action. You absolutely have to take action. Uh, Like I said, motivation will not stick around. It is not something to build your goals on top of. You need the momentum. And that momentum is built off of action that you take. All right, hopefully you found this one helpful. If you have not yet, definitely do hit that subscribe button. Uh, Make sure you do not miss our future episodes. And as always, thanks for hanging out and keep up the fight.